Welcome back to Life After High School, everybody. My name is Glenn Younger-Gorse, and each week I look to bring you an impactful guest, message, story, and lesson to help you reach your wildest goals. Thank you for hanging out with me today, and let the show begin. It's the Life After High School podcast. Of why you should quit your job and how to know if you should quit your job. So let's dive into it. So we're going to chat for a bit today, and I first want you guys to know, as straightforward to the point as I'm going to be, is first and foremost, we have bad days at work, but just because you have a bad day or even a bad week or bad few days, it's okay and it's normal. So what you might not realize is that you can have bad days. You're allowed to have them. It makes sense. We all have them. It's not real to think you're going to be happy and productive and efficient 24-7, right? More often than not, we're rarely efficient and effective for more than a couple hours at a time. It's just the way things work. It's just the way life is. It's just the way that everybody is and the way that they kind of go through things. So I feel in order to deliver this message quickly and like effectively enough, I need to tell you guys what's been almost update in my life or in my um, career, so to speak. So a lot of what's been going on and why I wanted to tell you this video and bring you guys this information um, today and why I want this podcast to be done is there's a lot of issue surrounding like doing something forever, career, job, and there's a problem where we think that we have to jump into one thing, figure it out, work at that industry or at that built job or in that company for that company, sorry, all the time or they figured out you graduate, you get the job and you work there forever. So now this is not, this couldn't be more like false. This isn't a thing. Um, this is more often than not, especially nowadays, people aren't really following that. There's a lot of issues people are having with the conformity of actually following that pathway of, oh, well, I've been in this job forever and like the pay raise is good, yada, yada, yada. And that's fine. That's perfectly fine, but I want to dive in today to tell you guys more a bit about me and my story as of late in the last couple of months. So this is how I decided to kind of quit my job business that we were doing. So for a bit of context, and um, a good long-term work colleague and friend of mine, um, him and I decided to co-run a property management and um, maintenance renovation company. So we were running that for a couple years and it was going well, but we was trying to dabble into a few different things and we were trying too many things out instead of just getting really good at the few things that we were doing. We tried to cross all the boxes or check all the boxes and cross all the lines out off the list of like things we could do and services we wanted to offer. And we found out that that does not work. Now, with that being said is we had this issue with um, wanting to always jump to security because yes, so the industry is going well, security, if you're involved in it and you want work and you're okay with just working at one spot, one company for a while and getting paid well and compensated well, go down the security systems route. Everybody's getting alarm and securities and camera systems put up. It's a booming industry. The opportunities are there to work, the opportunities are there to learn and the opportunities are more than there to make money. Now, this at my age of 26 didn't align with where I saw 
not so much my career, but more the skills that I wanted to learn. So the way I look at developing skills in the career is if I'm not learning something towards the greater good or the umbrella, let's call it, of what getting good in a career is. So for me, it's construction, right? Um, building construction. And if we have that umbrella or all these pillars to it, what we need is maybe one pillar is like theoretical knowledge and one pillar is like civil one is architectural um and being able to kind of put all these like engineering architectural civil like plumbing heating putting all this knowledge like electrical even into this like one umbrella and everything fits under it and security doesn't didn't so much do that for me so I took this property management and renovation and maintenance gig so that I can understand and learn the ins and outs of kind of dealing with people in the construction industry and understanding how to do more interior inside house building renovations. So I had done a lot of exterior with cement, siding, windows. I had done a lot of foundation work, a lot of like weeping tile, lock stone, pavement, you name it all outside, but I'd never done really many renos inside and I wanted to get a feel for that and understand what it takes to like order everything, manage people, go through dealing with different customers, different clients and generating leads and like adding revenue, dealing with schedule changes and estimating and kind of change it up and just grow that type of experience, right? And what happened was, is we were doing that and as that was growing, there was an opportunity of like a business associate of ours offered to, like, hey, you guys want to take over smooth takeover of like the security company that we that they uh, we were kind of working with in the time, like we were feeding them contracts that are kind of feeding us a bit. And so, you know, here's work. We know a guy. Hey, you need alarms and cameras. We know a guy. Hey, you need locks done or hey, you need uh, walls framed and stuff. They know us. So that's kind of how that worked and everything went. And what happened was is towards the end I knew so I knew and I was very clear from the beginning of when we started to take over the security company was this is not something that I want to do long term this is something I will try out and I if I get a kick out of it if I'm doing well and if I like genuinely want to pursue this because you know I wasn't sure so maybe you never know right you never know unless you try it so I tried and I was like look I'll give it at least two three five months try it see what works and if it's not for me it's not for me so it didn't line up with what I wanted to do in my career now I wanted to try it and see I was loyal to the person I didn't want to find I didn't want to dive into something and just because they wanted to sh shift gears I didn't want to bail leave them hanging because they relied on me so I gave them a few weeks like usually two three weeks I said hey I can be there longer than that if you need me or if you're doing a really big install where you need familiar hands, you don't want to be stressed out hiring people during that time, then that's what we could do. So I ended up staying like a couple extra days past the two weeks, nothing crazy, like five, four or five days, not even. And what ended up happening is once I made the shift towards the end of like the last month or so, like knowing I was like, man, I was put into a situation of like, they're like, yeah, man, in like 10 years, you'll be doing this in 10 years, you'll be doing that, you'll have this. And I'm like that the big picture didn't sound too different from the life that I was the career work that I was doing at that time. It's like, hey, you're just gonna be doing this for 10 years. 
And I'm like, I don't even like doing it now. So when you, given an opportunity, try to make the most of it and noticing it wasn't quite for me, really, really opened my eyes to like, okay, well, let's ask some questions. Why? Is it not, is it because it's not a preference? Is it because it's the money? Is it this, that, the other thing? So for how knowledgeable I was at that industry, I was getting paid way more than I should have. So what ended up happening was made it not about the money. I was offered like almost double, which was hilarious. I was offered close to like 45, 50 bucks an hour to stay. And I said, no, because that's not, it was never about money. It was never about like doing that. It was never, that was never a part of the goal, right? That was never a big picture thing that I envisioned for myself. I tried it. I did give the benefit of the doubt. I did try it and it just wasn't for me. So I'll take you guys through the last few weeks of that job before I decided to pull the trigger. So what happened was I would start days and there was no communication. So there's no communication on where I needed to be. There's no communication on what I needed to do. And this got really, really, really frustrating. So what happened is, is with all those issues happening and all these things occurring, I would try to communicate and say, hey, like this is an issue, we gotta resolve this. And none of those things just ended up coming to fruition. I think there was a lot of issue that took place where I didn't have the right training. I didn't have the right like base knowledge of information and I just didn't care to do the work anymore. And I think what happens is I was afraid of getting worse. Like I was afraid of getting to a point where I like was almost complacent. I ended up getting to that point where I was so bored and stopped caring about what the work was and what I was doing. And I was so afraid of getting to a point where I would just almost be like have this animosity to be doing what I was told to do or doing what needed to be done. And I would lose quality of my work and I would slowly start to build bad habits, which is not something I wanted to do. I was aware that this could be a thing and I didn't want this to happen. So for that reason, I ended up shifting gears, kind of giving my two weeks, three weeks, whatever month, and was like, hey, man, this is like, just so you know, it's a personal decision, but it's not based on like our personal relationship. This is strictly not something I wanted to do. This is my, like, this is what I see myself doing long term. I want to, I'm at a point with being 26 in a career where I want whatever I'm doing job wise, business wise, whatever, I want the term manager next to it. So I want to have responsibility. I want to slowly adapt like a more responsible roles and managerial style roles. So at that point I was just like, I was barely a spoke in the wheel. I was what was holding a spoke together. So as much as there are like a handful of us, maybe six or seven staff, it was, I didn't feel like I was like my goals were met my like what it was lining up with how I wanted to grow because not just so much it's like I'm 26 I want to I want to be tested and in, in the beginning like this is when I believe in a career that you should be in managerial positions like at a point so I was in I've kind of been in like the industry for like four years now and I want to yeah, about four years full time and I want to be able to kind of take all my information and knowledge and skill and apply that to 
being a supervisor, whether it be maintenance, reno, project, some form of manager, supervisor, that I can go, hey, this is how I know this, this is what I know, and this is how it can help people in the industry. And I think that's something that's very lacking, especially with people younger, where there's not many project managers or assistants or managers of people of some sort. And like, that's the age where you need, we need to cultivate like mid to late twenties, early thirties at latest is where if you're right out of school into the industry, that's what you need to be focused on developing is your management, management systems, your management styles, your supervisor roles, your managerial tenants and like tendencies, sorry. And also you need to find a way to go about developing your leadership because that will carry over into your 30s your 40s your 50s and it'll allow you to be a better man woman person like father mother supervisor person in that role that has some form of supervision or has some form of control over over what other people do and how they do it or somebody else's job and how they go about their day-to-day -day relies on how you do yours and what you do in your day and how you've set it up for them. And I think the earlier, the better that you can start to develop those skills because I think they're very, very huge. And I will touch on another video in terms of leadership styles that I think could really benefit and towards like your growth as an individual going from like a young teenager, early, like, like early adult, to kind of where I am now and even a bit later on into your 30s that can kind of set you up to be a good supervisor. And now what I kind of want to go through is coming back to this, I wanted to leave the place on good terms. I wanted to find something in my role. So I kept looking, I'd ask friends, I'd like look up online, spend time on accounts and just type supervisor, manager, and then kind of have it be some form of like construction industry where I'd be working with contractors, either maintenance or renovations or project manager, stuff like that, that I could slowly develop those like management and leadership styles. So the way I see now, the way I see and what made this decision for me is if this job isn't contributing to your greater goal, then you should probably not be doing it. If your goal is to, as mine is, which is develop and learn skills and to help people, like younger people, especially in the industry, develop and not, and especially with the construction industry, we have a very, very bad habit of just tunnel vision, like what I know is the best way and it's been done like this for years. I'm trying to almost change that and shift that and just add more of a personable side to everything, at least from like my point of view. Um, and what I'd like to bring to it is, um, is that. So just more connection with people and trying to make like working with people. We're trying to work together to like make your house built or get the contracts correct or meet the scheduling. It's like everybody's working against each other. It's like, no, I want to bring this team effort. Like we're a group of people trying to, come together to reach this common goal. And everybody has to be on that same team. And I just felt like I wasn't behaving or had the mentality of a teammate. And those things I didn't want to develop and build the bad habits, like I mentioned earlier, and find a way, this way we could find a way that I could pursue better opportunities that align for what I wanted to do. So how I make the decision on whether it's best to leave or stay, I based on is 
I base it on this. Is what you're doing now, is what you're doing now related in any way to helping you learn skills that are beneficial to help you in the big picture of your career? If 10 years down the line, you'll be doing something like what you're doing now, but you want to develop those skills to help you in 10 years, future you, future Glenn, keep doing them. You'll have bad days. We all have bad days. I've had terrible days doing things that I enjoy doing. But I've had really bad days on days where I hated it. And those really bad days weren't actually that bad in comparison. So... With that being said, I want you guys to think about this. Use jobs when you're in your 20s to learn and develop your skills. It's okay to job hop. It's okay. People tell you no, they'll tell you whatever. Shift to different jobs, progress your opportunities, make more money and learn the skills. Because I'll put it I'll put it to you this way. If somebody's in a career and they've been with that same company forever, you might get a raise every year, dollar an hour every year. Okay? If I start a job off at $24 an hour, and then six months later I leave a job, I can get 25. And then if another six months later I leave and I get another dollar 25 more, I know I made 225 more in a year than the one year, one dollar a year. There's a comfort to staying where you are and a guarantee salary because you're doing something you've already been doing. But I think challenging yourself, learning those skills and growing that way at least what's worked for me and what I've enjoyed doing is growing, learning skills, and then being eventually be able to run my own ship, pass these skills down, let people understand that they can work together as a team, communicate well, and if they do all these things, that we can all reach common goals a lot more efficient, cost-effective, and smoother. Because that's all it is, right? We all want to save money do as best of a job we can and try our best not to cut corners. It gets tricky, right? But you try to do your best to maintain a, uh, a good status quo and a good, um, a good effective, positive mindset towards what you're doing. And as long as you're growing, as long as you're getting better every day or every week, understand you will have bad days. You'll have terrible days. You might even have a terrible week, but everybody experiences them. So don't think just because you had a really bad day that you need to all of a sudden up and change careers. It's, are you having a bad three months? Does this, what you're doing now, not contribute to where you thought you'd be or where you want to go? Do, are you not learning things of value to what you see yourself doing in five years, two years, 10 years? Then maybe it's time for a shift. Maybe before you leave, uh, start applying to different jobs, ask around people. You know, maybe even communicate with your bosses. Maybe they might shift gears and say, hey, well, we have something that you might be perfect for. And they might just put you in a dip wearing a different hat in the same company. So it might work out. But ask yourself those questions. If you're not learning, are you learning skills that are beneficial for what you want to do in the long run? If not, you should probably shift gears. Feel free to subscribe, follow, check the channel out, do all that stuff. Thumbs up, comment that you love or hated me. I really appreciate it. Uh, subscribe, more videos, sorry, more videos, um, check links out, all that stuff, and thanks for tuning in.